At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Live Bet Saturday on v the sports betting network. Welcome into our final hour on v Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. I am Danny Burke, your host. Alongside me is Will Hill. And folks, we've been going all over the place. College football, college basketball, NFL. How about a little bit of soccer? The World Cup quarterfinals. Big game just starting right now, Will. England and France. Uh, you and I, let's just get it out and clear the air. Not the biggest soccer uh, <laughs> followers, to say the least. Although we have been getting involved time to time betting these games. Uh, France, it looks like, went off as a small favorite, about plus 160 if you think they win this thing, uh, plus 188 for the draw, plus 175 for England in regular time. Total was two and a half, heavily shaded to the under, minus 175. Again, it's not like I'm actually touting this or that much expertise-wise, Will, but I, I, I was kind of saying earlier that I feel like, and because the price is so expensive, I didn't play it, but that this would be a tightly played game and I would lean toward the under, if anything. Yeah, and you had me at draw at plus prices. I'm seeing some two-to-ones on the draw, and it feels like a lot of these games, like you said, they're tight, they're low-scoring. So uh, I feel like people want to root for a side. They either want to root for France to advance or root for England to to win. So you know, people's passion, I think, sometimes affects these lines where you maybe get some some good value on the draw. We almost got home in the first one. I had the draw. Morocco scored Mm. with like 43 minutes, uh, 43 minutes into the first half, and Portugal almost tied it. They had a ball hit the post. Otherwise, you would have had a draw there, but we saw two draws yesterday. So I feel like if you just sort of blindly bet the draws, you know, taking out Costa Rica, some of these teams that just can't compete, uh, if you just blindly bet the draws on these games that are competitive, you probably do uh, do pretty well here. 
Yeah, and by the way, how about Morocco? I mean, they've been quite the story. They're eight to one now to win the whole dang thing. Argentina, by the way, has dropped to plus one sixty-five as a short shot. I actually did take them plus five fifty before it started, uh, very wow. late, but like before it started to win the cup. Did you dabble with any of the futures? No, I think I have the golden ball for Messi. I think mm. uh, plus seven fifty or so, maybe a little narrative since it could be his last World Cup. So I'm rooting for there that one go. to get home. <laughs> we'll be on the same page there then. Well, hey, well, speaking of some futures, We just sound like a couple of degenerates. I mean, we're sitting yeah, here right. saying we don't know anything about soccer, <laughs> can't name any of the players, and then we just list off like a, a laundry list of bets we have. But hey, this is uh, this is Visa. This is the Sports Betting Network. That's I mean, right. Hey, that's, you that's know, we're listening. We're listening to the experts via VEASAN, yes. right? So we're getting all our tidbits from them. So uh, we're just supporting our colleagues and going with the experts and what they know about the World Cup. So that's how we roll, baby. But, hey, Will, how about the uh, the NBA in terms of some futures? So, you know, uh, sometimes kind of like college basketball, but – we kind of pack away the NBA a little bit at this point because we're getting to the bowl season for college football. You've got the thick of the NFL season happening. And sometimes we, we really don't see the NBA kick up till post Christmas. But I, I know that you follow it pretty closely and I've been getting more involved as of late with some prop betting and whatnot. But man, we got to talk about the Celtics right now. I mean, what they did in Phoenix the other night it was just remarkable how they just destroyed them. And, and I'm kind of laughing, too, because it's funny. Like, Boston is clearly the best team in the league right now, it appears. And if you look at the odds, or plus 350 as a short shot at BetMGM. If you think they come out of the East, it's plus 160. The Bucks are behind them at plus 450 to win the championship. Uh, Warriors and Suns are 8-1. to one. Clippers 10-1. to one. Nuggets 14-1. to one. But the point of why I was kind of chuckling is because of how good the Celtics have been. Like, for some reason, they their Achilles heels like playing the Chicago Bulls, and the Bulls have obviously been a disaster, and you see behind me, like, I'm a Bulls fan here in Chicago. So that's why it kind of just cracks me up how, like, as good as you can be, there's always, like, a team that just nags you left and right. And for Boston, it seems to be the Bulls. But, uh, again, going back to Boston, Will, is the hype for real? And if it is, is it even worth getting involved now at a relatively short price early in the season at plus 350? Probably not because you could probably wait till April and get somewhat of a similar price and not tie up your money. I think we're probably, you know, headed towards a collision course of what would be a great series: the Celtics and the Bucks. Uh, I, I would, as good as Boston is, I would never count out a team with Giannis. We saw the Bucks not at full strength last year take them to seven games, and the Bucks had a chance to close them out. Um, in Milwaukee, I believe they were up three games to two and, and lost Game Six at home. So, Bucks Celtics, I think, you know, th that's a pretty even matchup. I think. Light edge to the Celtics, but hey, Giannis is still the best player in the league. He's going to be the best player in that series, so I wouldn't count out Milwaukee. I do think there's a gap. There's a fall off after the top two teams. You know, it's funny. Growing up, it's always the West was the stronger conference. The East was sort of the weaker little brother. Yeah. It's sort of flipped now where the West is wide open. I think the West, you know, the Suns are good, but they're not a great regular season team. The Warriors are sort of the opposite where you trust them in the playoffs, but they've been limping along after a championship mm -hmm. last year. The Clippers can never get their team on the court. They just never seem to play basketball. Uh, the Nuggets are good. They're just not great. I don't know if they defend well enough. So the West is sort of wide open. The East is a two-team race. It should be a, a fun playoffs because, you know, we talk about the NFL and all their parity. The NBA's got a lot of parity. After the top two, you got 12, 14 teams that are sort of on the same level. And even the teams at the bottom, we thought we'd have, you know, five or six teams tanking for Webb and Yama. Maybe your Bulls should be doing that, speaking of the Bulls. But yeah. we haven't seen the bottom teams play that terribly. The Utahs, the Indianas of the world have actually played okay. 
Uh, the Spurs are the only one that's sort of tanking properly. So it's going to be a fun season. The NBA sort of comes in and out of the clouds. You know, we, when football's going on, most people pay attention to football, but uh, it, it should be an interesting season and interesting playoffs. All right, well, let me ask you about the Brooklyn Nets because when you and I were linking up uh, over the summer talking a lot about some of these futures and the whole Kevin Durant fiasco, we were talking about taking a flyer on the Nets. And I can't recall exactly what I got. I'd have to look it up on one of the accounts. Maybe it was like 30 to 1. Maybe it was better than that. You got them at like 50 to 1, right? Yeah. And this is when like, you know, we thought Kevin Durant was going to be traded and then Kyrie Irving. And then it kind of became clear it wasn't going to be happening Regardless, now the Nets are 16-1, to 1, but what do you make of what you've seen from Brooklyn, and do you still consider them a legit threat to make the championship out of the East? Not really. And at 16-1, to 1, that's certainly not worth an investment. They would need to make a trade. They need some size, some defense. Again, like I said about Giannis, it's the same thing with Durant. Anytime that guy's in a series, you have to respect them. Uh, we saw Boston really swarm Durant last year, take him out of his game and dominate that series. Although that series was a little closer because Brooklyn should have won game one, had a 17 point game, uh, a 17 point leading game two. So Brooklyn can compete with these Milwaukee's and Boston's. I just don't think they can beat them as currently constructed. You know, can they win around? Can they beat somebody? Maybe when you have Durant, you have a chance, but I don't think they're a legit contender. I just think it's Durant and it's a team that's really small, really bad defensively around Durant. All right, well, I want to move to the discussion now of NBA MVP. Jason Tatum is your front runner at BetMGM. He's plus 275. Luka Doncic comes next at 3-1, to one, and alongside is Giannis. Uh, Steph Curry's plus 750. Joel Embiid is 14-1. to one. Jokic, 25-1, to one, along with Donovan Mitchell. John Moran, 30-1. to one. Devin Booker, 30-1. to one. The list goes on and on and on. Uh, is, was there a guy that you liked before the year? Because, uh, again, I, I know we didn't necessarily discuss MVP, so I'm curious your thoughts on that. And then, of course, he's updated odds and what your thought process is potentially getting involved in those. Chalk's probably going to win it. It's probably going to be one of Tatum, Doncic, and Giannis. But, look, I, I, do I want to sit here in early December and bet plus 300 or bet plus 275 on a bet that's not going to cash until June? I don't really want to do that. And I don't know that there's a, a whole lot of value there. The names I'm looking at, and maybe you can look one up for me, in terms of Zion, uh, because he's on a good team. He had a great night last to night. One. Yeah, I, I saw he was 80 to one last night. 80 to one, it's a play. 50 to one, eh, that's probably cutting short. He's probably not going to win. But if you're looking for a sleeper, maybe maybe Zion at 50 to one. How about Jokic at 25 to one? I know it's going to be hard for him to win three in a row. There's not going to be an appetite to vote him for three in a row, but he's going to be on a good team. He's going to put up just obscene numbers like he always does. So again, one of the top three is probably going to win it. This is probably going to end up being a donation if you fade the top three, but you know, Jokic 25 to one and maybe Zion, if you can shop around 50 to one's cutting it short, but Zion and Jokic would be my two sort of sleepers at this point. Davis has played great for the Lakers, but you know, at 30 to one on a bad team, he's probably not going to win the award. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's it's tough because you're right. You have these short shots and realistically, it's going to come down to them. And then you got to pick and choose from the limited amount of value you have with all three. And look, I think a lot of times, Will, people get caught up with the idea that they have to get big value. And if you didn't get it like yeah. preseason in the double digits, then it's just not worth it. But I think what you also bring up is right where these odds are probably not going to shift too drastically to where if you wait several months where you get a better idea, don't have to have your money held up as long and maybe you miss it by like 20, 30 cents. 
I would rather take the shorter value then, and I personally don't have problem with that. It's not that I'm saying I want to lay you know, any kind of price for a futures bet, but if it's really close to the end and you have a good idea, okay, so be it. But if a bet's like two to one or better and we're like toward the last few weeks or month of the season, I don't mind doing that personally. I know some people kind of scoff at that, but again, if you're still winning, well, it's still going to look like value getting two to one. But that's why I think what you said is correct, though. It's not worth it to do it now because it's not going to shift that insanely in several months when you have a better outlook of it. Yeah, and again, it's a personal thing. You know, some people can afford to just put that put that ticket in your pocket and wait it out till June. A lot of people, you know what? It's uh to to take the money out and to tie it up from December. What are we? December 10th all the way until the middle of June for a bet that may or may not pay at plus 250, plus 275. I'd rather you know use that money towards bets that I can win in cash in the meantime, especially on Luca. Luca's not on a good enough team to just justify right. a three to one price. I know he's played well, so you know life on the line. Tatum probably wins it. We mentioned how great the Celtics have been. He's had an unbelievable season, so you know life on the line. Tatum probably wins it. I just don't want to bet plus two seventy five with this much time to go. I hear him, my man. I'm right there with you. But we do have plenty of NBA action that we can't get uh, pretty quickly in terms of the result, and that is all the action tonight. And speaking of tonight, we do have a premier game to seek out, that being with Golden State and Boston. And, Will, we do see Boston as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And, hey, uh, coincidentally enough, it just so happens we're going to be talking with Jay King next segment. He covers the Celtics for the Athletics, so we'll have to pick his brain and see what he thinks is going to be happening with the Warriors taking on the Celtics. Like we said, Boston is a short shot to win the whole dang thing. Is that justified? And what can we expect out of the Eastern Conference? All of that and much more will be discussed next here on Peace and Live Bet Saturdays. Jake King joins myself, Danny Bird, and Will Hill. Stick with us, folks. It's going to be fun. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. 
Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back into VEASAN Live Bet Saturday here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host, and alongside me is Will Hill as we're carrying you on through all of this Saturday action from college football to college hoops and the NBA. So let's get into that a little bit more. So the National Basketball Association and last segment leading into this, Will and I were discussing the futures outlook and how the Boston Celtics are your short shots at BetMGM. Now we're lucky enough to have on Jay King at by Jay King on Twitter. He covers Boston for the athletics. So, you know, Jay, they have a big game tonight, but before we get into that game specifically, what's been your just process of how you've seen Boston develop this season? They obviously had kind of all the offseason nonsense with their head coach, but really they've overcome that adversity and they have been very impressive up to this point. Yeah, and it's a transformation that really started around midseason last year. You know, they were they were under 500 in January last year and really in a bad spot, made a couple of trades, got rid of Dennis Schroeder, brought in Derek White, and their main guys just committed to a totally different style of basketball, sharing the ball, moving without the ball. And I think they carried that to the finals last year, and then their run to the finals, you know, as as, as much as they accomplished, they realized that their offense needed to be better. They just weren't good enough. They had so many droughts throughout the playoffs. They had so many turnovers throughout the playoffs. They had three big fourth quarters against the Warriors in the finals where they just could not score. And so they wanted to transform the offense. They would have done that even if Ime Udoka had stayed. Obviously, it was a wild, wild, wild period for them a few days before training camp when Joe Mazzulla took over for, for Udoka. Um, and he's implemented just a totally free-flowing offense. They hardly ever call any plays. Jason Tatum's taken another step. Jalen Brown has taken another step. And their offense is just been incredible to watch really for the first couple of months of this season. Uh, and I think that that's the biggest change so far. And bringing in Malcolm Brogdon is a huge piece of that. He, he helps their second unit go. They have a lot of depth now with, especially on, on the perimeter. Um, but their offense, like that's, that's the, the story to the season for them. And maybe one of the stories in the NBA this season too. Jay, it certainly looks like we're headed for a rematch. Boston, Milwaukee from last spring. It looks like these two teams are on a collision course. If I told you somebody upset the apple cart, what would disrupt a Boston-Milwaukee showdown? Is there some team that can get in the mix here, whether it's Philly, somebody else? Is there anybody that can upset Boston versus Milwaukee? 
At this point, honestly, I think it would take an injury. I think those teams are absolutely the class of the Eastern Conference. I think, you know, Philly could get there if James Harden rounds into shape. Uh, Miami's always dangerous with Eric Spolstra. Uh, and the Cavaliers, I think, are a very good team. But right now, the, the Bucks and Celtics, they've been without two key guys. You know, Middleton's barely played for Milwaukee. Robert Williams hasn't played for the Celtics. And still, those two teams have been the best in the NBA so far. So I, I think they're a cut ahead. Uh, I think if if neither one of those teams makes the finals, it'll be a big upset to me. So then, Jay, if we assume that it is the Bucks and the Celtics, of course, them facing last season, the big thing was, oh, Milwaukee would have won if they would have had Chris Middleton. So assuming they're healthy, does that give them the advantage if they meet this postseason or because of what Boston has acquired with Brogdon and how they've looked, does the momentum still stay on the side of Boston? I think that would be an epic series. Yeah, Giannis was absolutely incredible in that series last year. Uh, he dragged the Celtics to seven games. Um, the Celtics, they came out of that series knowing, like I said, that they needed to get better at scoring the basketball. Brogdon just gives them totally different dynamic off the bench. He's able to set up their offense. He's able to run run the show. He's able to get into the paint in a way that they didn't have anybody to do last year. Uh, so that's a big deal. I, I think that series would be incredible. I, I really hope those two teams meet in the playoffs because, you know, Giannis versus Tatum, the two super, super great defenses that do it in totally different ways. And like I said, the, the Celtics offense, which knew it needed to get better after last year and has done that. Uh, so I, I really, really want that series as really bad. <laughs> It'd be fun to cover. Jay, for as long as I can remember, and I'm 37, the uh, the East has been sort of the JV circuit. The West has been the top heavier uh, you know, conference, whether it was LeBron, even before that in the East. Sort of flip now. We're talking about Milwaukee, Boston. They're clearly not only the two best teams in the East, but I think the two best teams overall. The West is sort of the interesting one now where it's like you could talk me into five or six different teams coming out of the conference. Let's just assume one of Boston or Milwaukee gets through. You know, If your life depended on it right now, who is coming out of the West? Uh, if my life depended on it, I would think my life is in a lot of danger. But <laughs> I, I, I still think it's going to be the Warriors. You know, their, their biggest issues to me so far has been that they haven't found the depth that they had last year. They lost a lot of key contributors. Uh, and I think they'll just be able to figure it out. You know, I, I think with their young guys, Kaminga is, is starting to come on a little bit. I think they'll figure out one or two of those guys who can contribute. And then I think, you know, they don't need a, a ton. They just need role players who can be solid in, in that capacity. And so I think the Warriors will eventually figure it out. They, it's obviously been very rocky for them. Uh, they haven't had the start they wanted other than Steph Curry. But I just trust their past. I trust the, the guys at the top of that organization, the top of that roster. And I think they'll end up figuring it out. And especially I trust that because I just don't see any other team in the West that is just separated itself at all. So, Jay, you mentioned this Warriors team, and they happen to be the squad taken on the Celtics tonight. And in the Bay Area, we do see Golden State as a slight underdog, right? They're catching two in the hook, plus 115 on the money line for Golden State. Celtics is the favorite, laying about minus 140. High total in this game, too, 236 and a half. Man, I, I get the sentiment going toward Boston, but it's always tricky fading Golden State, especially in a role seldom, which we see them catching points in that underdog position. What are your expectations for that matchup tonight? I think this is primed to be a big Boston win. Uh, 
they've been waiting for this game. They that loss in the finals just stuck with them. Jason Tatum talks about how difficult it has been the pro- process, how he hasn't forgotten it at all. Uh, Jalen Brown, I think he said he wore the same shoes from the game six loss all summer to motivate him. And so th- they've really waited for this. And then I think it's also a good matchup because the Golden State defense hasn't really come to life yet. Their second unit, like I said, has had holes, has had a lot of issues. And with the Celtics depth, they really beat teams with their second unit. They, they bring in Malcolm Brogdon. They bring in uh, Derek White. They bring in Sam Hauser. And their offense just doesn't take a step back. And I, I think their second unit in this matchup is such a big advantage uh, that I, w- I would lean toward Boston for sure. Mentioned the West being wide open. Not only that, but we have Webb and Yama here at the bottom. So, you know, a, a reason for teams at the bottom to, uh, to go to the bottom, a reason for teams at the top to try to win the West. Do you think we see a big trade between now and the end of the trade deadline? Yeah, the, the, the one team that's really primed to make one if they want is New Orleans. And they've been really good. They've been as good as anybody in the Western Conference to start the season. Zion Williamson has returned and, and not just looked like himself offensively, but also starting to take steps defensively, which was enormously important because he was just not good on that end for the early part of his career. Uh, and they have so many draft picks. They own Lakers draft capital, which is, you know, obviously very valuable. And I, I just think they're a team that that is primed to make a big move. And then you look at, you know, possible targets. Kevin Durant is out there. Kyrie Irving is out there. Uh, I don't know if they'd want Kyrie because he comes with a lot of issues. But but there are definitely definitely targets that that they can look toward to solidify a roster that's already really dangerous. Boston Celtics reporter for the Athletic, Jay King, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow him on Twitter at by Jay King. Jay, we appreciate the time, my man. Looking forward to all your content you got coming for the remainder of the season. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was fun. See you, Jay. You got it. Absolutely. Well, well. Uh, after speaking with Jay, he seemed pretty confident. Boston, right? They're laying two and a half right now at BetMGM minus a buck forty on the money line. You got that narrative revenge factor from the championship series. Do you buy into that in liking the side of Boston tonight? I like that Jalen Brown uh, shoes angle. Where he's been wearing the same shoes <laughs> since Game Six back in June. Maybe we play some Jalen Brown unders. Those shoes aren't going to have any support. I mean, it's hard to play basketball <laughs> when you're, you've been wearing the same shoes for six months. Yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. I think we'll see it, see an inspired uh, Boston effort tonight. I don't know if it convinced me to bet Boston, but it maybe kept me off of the Warriors. We think, like you said, the Warriors are at home, prime time. Maybe they turn it on. Uh, maybe you bet Boston here. But if you're going to bet Boston. Maybe just bet them in the first half because we know Golden State, yeah. whether they're down, you know, whether they're up at the half, whether they're down 20 at the half, they come out in that third quarter and they just they have an extra gear. So, uh, you know, it's always dangerous to fade them for the full game. Maybe Boston first half, Warriors third quarter, second half, something like that. I think you kind of put it perfectly, right? It's not necessarily like it completely persuaded me there because it's always you're always a little fearful to fade Golden State in this type of situation, but it at least kept you off of the idea of taking Golden State in that position. And look, especially in the NBA, there's nothing wrong with waiting for that in-game betting perspective. It's so volatile, and a lot of times you can get a great price in the market if you're watching it pretty intently, which I imagine a lot of people will with a premier matchup such as this. So, hey, it'll be fun, and I'll be watching it myself. I'm I'm sure you will too, Will. So we'll probably be looking for something when that occurs. We'll also be looking for something more in college football next. Aaron Torres hopping on. We're going to be talking about the biggest match of our season next.
this piece of life at that. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. College Bowl season is about to kick off, and VSIN has you covered with this year's College Football Bowl Guide. This year's guide has picks on the spread and total of every bowl game from VSIN experts, including Brent Musburger. And Steve Mackinnon has his power ratings for every single team and breaks down the motivational factors that affect bowl games. Plus, Josh Applebaum will give insight into bowl betting strategy, and Adam Burke can help give you an advantage if you are part of bowl confidence pools. So give yourself an edge. Visit vsun.com slash subscribe to check out the College Football Bowl Betting Guide at vsun.com slash subscribe. That's vsin.com slash subscribe. All righty, folks, welcome back to it. It is VEASAN Live Bet Saturday. Danny Burke, your host here in Chicago. Alongside me out on the East Coast is Will Hill, at not the Will Hill, is where you can follow him along on Twitter. As for myself, at Danny Burke 5 and for VEASAN, at VEASAN Live on the tweets. Uh, Will, we've been going kind of back and forth with some college football action. And uh, before we get into it a little bit deeper, there is one more game that I kind of wanted to discuss with you for college football uh, that we that we kind of barely touched on a little bit. Uh, Utah and Penn State right here. Utah opened up at the pick'em spot. Now they're a three-point favorite. What did you make of this matchup? I think a lot of a lot of bets are going to be riding on this game once we get to this date. Yeah, Utah, you said the money's one. coming in on Utah? Oh, I guess we, we got Aaron on the far right here. Hey, Aaron, all right, perfect. Well, he set you up perfectly, my man. Thank you for uh, okay, making some I was, time. Uh, <laughs> no, you're good, man. You're, 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 you're perfect. We'll let you take the stage here. Uh, Utah, they're up to a three-point favorite now with this total at 52. What are you thinking for this matchup? First of all, I apologize. That was my bad. I was running late, so I take full responsibility for any confusion at all. No worries. Um, well, you know, it's a great question, and it's funny because, you know, I, I live actually out in Pasadena, and, you know, the Rose Bowl, especially for these two programs. It's something that matters, right? I mean, Penn State fought to get into the Rose Bowl instead of Ohio State. And Utah, I think, you know, they're basking in this moment where they are the best team in the conference as the conference continues to evolve. As far as the line itself, um, you know, I think I, I, I think there, you know, there there is some kind of innuendo about who might be starting at Penn State at quarterback. I, Sean Clifford hasn't opted out or anything, but this might be James Franklin's chance to kind of get the young guy Drew Alaire some some snaps and some reps. So that would be the only thing that comes to mind. I know Penn State's had a few opt outs. Uh, early lean would definitely be Utah, though. Aaron, we sit here every year. We wait a month for these semifinal playoff games, and it seems like every year we get a couple of duds. Do you think we're in for more of the same this year? We finally get a couple of nail biters in terms of TCU, Michigan, Ohio (laughs) State, Georgia. What do you think we're in for here on New Year's Eve? Well, you know, I mean, it's obviously, um, you know, we're we're all going to change our opinions a million times, or at least I know I will. I'll say this is I've seen a lot of people that I really respect in the media talking about how great uh, this Ohio State Georgia game is going to be, and I'm not sold that it is going to be that. I mean, we know Ohio State recruits the same caliber of player and athlete, but we haven't seen it basically for two years on the field where 
in big games, in big moments, in games that matter, um, that they put together a complete football game. I mean, you, you know, you look at obviously losing to Michigan two years in a row, losing to Oregon this year, they trailed Penn state at the half. Didn't look good for about three quarters. So, you know, I, I hate to, to be a wet blanket or whatever, but I am not sold that specifically that game will be. I think obviously the earlier game, the spread is bigger in Michigan TCU. And I think we all know what TCU is going to have to do to stay competitive in that one. But I am a little bit worried about it. And I'm a little bit worried about it because I haven't seen anything from Ohio state that makes me believe that they're going to show up to play in this game the way that you would hope Ohio state would show up to play in this game. Now, Aaron, then in the other matchup with TCU and Michigan, because I'm kind of in agreement with you in terms of not being fully invested in Ohio State, even as much as I would love to see an Ohio State-Michigan matchup. I just don't know if the Buckeyes will get there. Uh, I feel like a darling team will be people rooting for TCU, and, and at least in terms of catching over a touchdown with them. But I've been saying it throughout the course of the show. Like Every time I look to fade Harbaugh, man, he just comes back to bite mm-hmm. me because he's got his team disciplined, and he, he seems like he always knows the number you know to uh, case in point in their last <laughs> matchup against Purdue I was on the wrong side of that but I, I don't know man I'm a hesitant to fade Michigan in this spot no I mean I, I think you can argue obviously look Georgia is probably operating at a different level than everybody else but I, I think you could probably say that week in and week out there wasn't a more consistent team in college football than Michigan I mean even Georgia you know had to rally to beat Missouri at Missouri you know they had a moment against Georgia Tech where they didn't look their best Michigan, whatever has clicked the last two years there, it's just unbelievable to kind of watch this program kind of re- you know, reimagine itself, if you will. And so I think there's a lot of factors. I think the fact that, um, you know, uh, the, the fact that Kansas State was really able to limit the TCU run game outside of Max Duggan, the fact that we would think that Donovan Edwards, that hand would be even healthier, maybe allowing him to feel more comfortable early in the game. I tend to agree with you is, is you know, as a, as a consumer of the sport, I hope we get a fun competitive game. But Michigan, is, Michigan hasn't had really a bad game, you know, in two and a half years. And so I, I think there's going to be ready to go locked in I know it's a playoff everybody will be but I wouldn't bet against them for all the reasons we just discussed Aaron aside from the two playoff games if if you could only watch one game over the next you know three weeks or so in terms of bowl season one game that you absolutely can't miss what's the one you're looking forward to the most well, I'm a UConn alum, so I'm looking forward to the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Um, but in terms of everybody else, that you know, games that people actually care about, um, I, I would say, you know, I would say that that Sugar Bowl because I, you know, I think we're at kind of a weird inflection point for this Alabama football program, where almost exactly what we just said about about Ohio State is they haven't been good in big games. And so, you know, I, I haven't seen anything officially yet about Bryce Young. I assume he probably won't play. But like, if you're Alabama. You need a little momentum going into next year with with whoever plays, who doesn't play. And, you know, if they lose, it's going to be that nobody wanted to be there. I don't think that's really an excuse for this program. It was a disappointing year. Nick Saban privately would tell you, by the way, really quickly, I don't know how much time we we have, guys, but how did you guys like Nick Saban turning into an odds maker last weekend when he was trying to make the the case for Alabama? All I heard him say, well, you know, we would be favored over this. I'm like, oh, you know, when did did Nikki Sharp over here take over, uh, you know, making lines at the circa there? I, I was blown away by that. Did you guys see that? He had to go deep into his bag. He was desperate. You know, he had to pull out the, uh, you know, his prop builder, his his props. I mean, it was uh, it's funny, man. These, you get back these guys into a corner. You say what you got to say, I guess. 
Yeah, I'll just say this is I respect the heck out of all you guys at Vsit and everybody that, that takes the time to set the lines. Everybody does an amazing job. But when you, as you said, when you have to go that far into your bag to make an argument, hey, we have no good wins. We have two losses to the two best teams on our schedule, but Vegas would favor us against this team. Uh, that's when I knew they were probably not going to make the college football playoff. Yeah, not a great look, that's for sure. Hey, Aaron, we got a couple minutes left. Uh, one more game I want to reach out to you about. And this one may not be as entertaining once it actually comes about, but from a betting perspective, I think it is with LSU and Purdue because now with Jeff Brown yeah. out of the mix taking the other job, uh, how does this affect these players, right? I mean, this line now is up to 11 in favor of LSU. Is this a thing where the market overreacts and the players rally around it or are they just discombobulated? Yeah, I would lean more towards discombobulated, and, and I would also lean LSU almost being the exact opposite of what I just said with, with Alabama. Is I know sometimes, you know, kind of the, the square angle as to who's motivated and who's not, but it, it feels like those LSU guys are buying into what Brian Kelly is selling. We saw Keyshawn Boutte, their star wide receiver, said he's coming back next year when he could have potentially been a first-round pick. And so it's kind of the opposite of Alabama. I don't know what I'm going to get from them. I suspect LSU wants to use this game, young team, as momentum into potential maybe maybe favorites as the SEC West as Alabama's in a little bit of a rebuild next year. I would expect the best effort from LSU, and I think realistically it's tough to expect much from Purdue. Aaron, Aaron Torres, you gotta love UConn yeah. plus ten. Right? Sorry, sorry to jump in there. You gotta oh, go love ahead. UConn plus ten, right? They've been great as an underdog. Moore has done just an incredible oh, yeah. job. Seems like a lot of points for what's going to be a highly motivated UConn team. This is going to mean the world to them. I can tell you, you know, really quick. I know we got to run. Guys, guys were tweeting about the the bowl game. The players are excited for this. I mean, these guys suffered a lot of losses. That is a team you will not have to worry about motivation at all. And I know the fan base is really fired up uh, to be going down to Myrtle. There you go, Aaron Torres, folks, at Aaron underscore Torres on the tweets. College sports host over at Fox Sports. Aaron, we love the work. Keep it up, my man, and thank you for making some time with us today. All right, good luck. I heard Nick Saban's looking for filling shifts on VEASAN, so be careful, guys, okay? <laughs> You're the best we'll Aaron, have thing. to do. How about it, Will? I thank mean, Nick Saban reaching deep into his bag. I, Aaron nailed it, right? Once he started pulling out that, something he would never address, you're like, yeah, I'm not too worried about the committee being this crazy and letting them in. Once he cited Josh Applebaum's market report talking about Alabama, <laughs> I knew he was really desperate. Oh, man. Yeah, that put him over the <laughs> That's for sure. But loved having that combo with Aaron Torres. Once again, folks, on Twitter, one of the best in terms of covering college football. Make sure you give him a follow at Aaron underscore Torres. Well, uh, Will, it's been a quick show to say the least. We've gone all across the board. Uh, we'll kind of in summation wrap up some of our best bets we have leading into the rest of today and tomorrow for week 14 in the National Football League. So that's how we're going to kind of conclude everything with our final segment. And uh, I know you're kind of kind of all over the place. You got a little college basketball action. We still got Navy and Army to look forward to. So we'll discuss that next as we wrap up Beast and Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Even a wager that misses can still be a slam dunk with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Place an NBA one-game parlay wager with four legs or more, and if you miss one leg, you'll receive up to $25 back. Just opt into this promotion on BetMGM's app or website, and with one game parlay, you can make selections within a single NBA game, including team and player props. So go ahead and take your favorite NBA star to score big, the home team to cover, and the over in points. Opt into the promotion, then place an NBA one-game parlay wager of four or more legs, and you'll get up to 25 bucks back if you miss just one leg. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued are non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or it is our final segment for Will Hill and myself here on Visa and Live Bet Saturday. Thank you for being with us, whether you're just joining in now or you've been tagging along for a majority of the time. It's been a blast. We've had some great guests, some great conversations, and hopefully we can get you some great bets. Will, uh, as we conclude everything, I kind of want us to just summarize what we've got rocking for today and tomorrow. And we might as well go back to the game that we started out with in college football today. We've got Army and Navy, a game that has seen significant movement in the spread. Open pick went up to as high as three in favor of Navy. And granted, it's still at three in several shops, but there's been a tad bit of buyback because now it's come down to two and a half in several locations as well, like at the South Point. Now Navy just laying two in the hook. Uh, total open 33 in the hook, now down to 32. So once again, I know you have that angle with the first half if you want to get into your explanation of why you're playing that for this game. 
I don't know if this is widely available. The screen I'm looking at, though, says first half total 15 and a half. So you oh, get a 10-6 first half and you go <laughs> over. I mean, 10-6 is about as low scoring as it can go. I mean, I guess it could be, you know, 7-7 or 7-0. I mean, there's just not that many scores are going to keep this game under. I think you have to almost play it over based on principle. I, I made the comparison earlier where Hall of Fame game uh, in August has this huge trend towards the under. And it just got bet, bet. It got repeated so much. It's always an under. It's always an under that it got so low where it almost had to go over. And it went over and it went over by a pretty significant margin back in August. I think it was the Jags and the Raiders. To me, this is similar sort of, uh, you know, strategy thought process where it's it's just too low. It's just too low. You know, 17, 16, 20 to 17, just about any normal scoring. And we're not dealing with crazy weather here. Any sort of a normal game here puts this game over we saw georgia state and army put up a, a bunch of points you know army and navy score more than i think people might think navy put sure. up 30 plus against notre dame this is just way too low i think people are just blindly betting the trend and i, I think we finally see an over here so uh pray for me at about an hour or so when it's uh these teams are grinding the clock and it's no score after first quarter i'm gonna say what the <laughs> hell did i do to myself but i think just on principle you have to bet the over here no, I hear you, man. And, and the reason why I think you have a good chance and why I made the bet I did is because Army's defense has been very susceptible to giving up a lot of yardage on the ground. And we know what this game is going to consist of. It's going to consist of plays on the ground. And Navy has been very successful at that. And you would hope so because that's our whole MO, such as Army. So uh, I do think it's going to be close like it typically is. And that's why I opted to go with the money line. I laid minus 148 with Navy. They have had the more difficult schedule up to this point. They have proven to me that they can hang with some of these big boys and that they just have the advantage defensively in a game that is going to feature a part of their defense where they have done exceptionally well so i am on navy if it's a high scoring game so be it will we got to cash her over and hopefully we can cash the midshipmen and we can both go home happy with how that game ended up with navy and army but that's what will and i got rocking for college football uh what do you got in college basketball later today if anything will i know we've kind of touched on some of these games uh, i will say really quick i did end up you know, after we were talking with Eric, I did end up pulling the trigger on Arizona against Indiana. I kind of like the Wildcats side there. So I threw a little bit of coin in that game, uh, thinking that they could just outrun Indiana. And once they get up, the Hoosiers won't be able to claw back. But uh, did anything make your slate for college hoops? I'm actually with you on Arizona. I think they're just too explosive, too high octane for uh, for Indiana, who won't be able to keep up pace-wise. It's just hard to keep Arizona out of transition away from the rim. So I'm with you. Let's uh, Let's ride with Arizona. And I do think it's a lot of points. I know Houston's great on defense, but I like Bama plus the eight, eight and a half here. They beat them last year. And I know you could say, hey, that's a reason for motivation for Houston. But I think Bama's got the the scheme that could give Houston trouble. They got some personnel that can give them trouble. Just spread them out, keep get them away from the basket. So that eight and a half looks intriguing. So haven't bet it yet, but I'll probably end up riding uh, the uh, the Crimson Tide here plus the eight, eight and a half or so. Okay, and then before we move away from basketball, did you have anything official in the NBA tonight? I'm probably going to pass. Uh, you know, Jay did a good job talking us off of at least the Warriors. He said this is going to be like blood for the for the uh, Celtics. They've been you know wearing the same shoes since June. They're fired up. It's all they talk about. It's all they think about. So it's enough to keep me off the Warriors. I don't have much of an appetite betting the NBA day in day out. I mean, we just see some crazy swings. You know who's in, who's out. It's just—it's very hard to bet the NBA day to day. So I'll probably end up passing here on the Celtics and the Warriors. 
All right, and then going back to football throughout the NFL, uh, we haven't really dished out our official plays per se. I talked about a couple of them, but uh, what are your plays? I'm sure you got a handful for Week 14 tomorrow. I like the Jags. That's probably my best bet. I just th think them and the Titans are dead even teams. I know we're kind of going head to head here. You got the Titans, I think, on the first half, so I will take the points with the Jags. I like Philly. I I'm not going to lay the seven and a half. So if you can only get a seven and a half, I would tease them with, you know, let's say Baltimore. So let's call let's call Eagles Ravens a teaser play. And uh, you know, I'm I'm tempted to take Denver because they keep every Ooh, game close. You're baby. getting nine, nine and a half. You're at home. Uh, this is maybe a little bit of a flat spot. Yeah, you're nine and a half. And with the way they play defense in a game that's lined at 44 in terms of the total, that nine and a half looks valuable. So I'll have Denver here. I like the uh, the Broncos. Oh, man, he's going with the Broncos. Okay, well, hey, here's the thing. They could cover that, but I do have Kansas City as part of a teaser like Will. So uh, we can hopefully find ourselves in another scenario yes. where we win. But I, uh, I told you about the teaser that I did. So I did tease up Minnesota and what actually happened earlier this week. And not that I'm always trying to find a, a reason to do this, but I just thought it fit the bill pretty nicely this week. I did a couple seven-point teasers. I teased down Buffalo when they were nine and a half. Now they're 10 across the market, Will. So in a revenge spot against the Jets, I think they can more than win this game by three. Like my confidence level is pretty high with Buffalo. You saw what they were able to manage to do against the Patriots, a top three pass defense, yet Josh Allen was able to have his way. And I get that there's been concerns with the Bills, but seeing that effort kind of restored a little bit more confidence in Buffalo, knowing that they lost in an ugly fashion to the Jets, this is a revenge game for the Bills. And yeah, Mike White is he a better distributor than Zach Wilson. It sure looks like it. But Zach Wilson could have done the same thing he did against the Bears. Let's be honest. The Bears defense is crap. Minnesota's defense is crap. Now you're going up against a respectable Bills defense, and I don't think Mike White's going to have that much success. So I like the Bills when I tease them down. Wouldn't do anything with the 10. At this point, I'd wait for something in-game potentially or if it drops back down to 9.5. But I paired that with the Vikings up to plus 9.5 on the 7-point. And then the other seven-point teaser, Will, it was the Bills again, and then I paired it with Kansas City from nine-and-a-half down to two-and-a-half. Look, if you can't beat the Denver Broncos and your Patrick Mahomes by three points or more, again, what, what are we doing here? And I get that the Broncos killed my teaser like last week with the Ravens, but if Lamar Jackson doesn't get injured, they're probably, and I say probably wincing because the Ravens are frustrating, they probably are able to win that game by three or more points. But Look, Denver's defense, you're right. They're the reason they've been, they've been in these games. It's going to be a bend-don't-break mentality. At some point against Patrick Mahomes, they're probably going to break, and I don't think this Broncos offense can do enough to keep up. So, again, that's why I like the teaser option to where they should be able to get this game at a victory spot of by at least three or more. And then I told you about the prop to Jamal Williams over his rushing yards. The other game that I didn't touch on, Will, I actually went with Cincinnati minus five. It's kind of in that awkward spot, but Burrow's 0-4 against the Browns in his career. They're fighting for their division spot, the number one seed potentially. And Deshaun Watson was dreadful. He hadn't played in two years, and there's a lot of stuff happening around him. I would be more afraid if it was Jacoby Brissett playing as opposed to Deshaun Watson. They didn't get any offensive touchdowns against the worst defense in the league in the Houston Texans. So... Cincinnati getting Joe Mixon back, having a great defense, especially in the second half. I could see the Bengals winning this game by a touchdown, my man. Yep, and the Bengals is there, five and a half, six. They're also in that teaser range. I would agree with you. Bengals yep. are playing, playing great. They're one of the few teams that's you know, really good on defense and on offense. They got all these playmakers. Looks like they're getting Mixon back, Chase is back. So, uh, yeah, it's a hell of a Bengals team. They're, they're, it's weird. They were in the Super Bowl last year, and they're probably better this year. It's uh, 
a really good Bengals team. So yeah, man, it's been fun. Hopefully we uh we win all our bets and uh you know it's a good sports day. Army Navy, all the college basketball, and then uh, all the NFL tomorrow. And before you know it, we get bowls, we get Saturday NFL. So fun time yeah. of the year. No doubt, baby. Well, hey, big shout out to Will for filling in for JBT. Always appreciate you, my man. Make sure you follow Will on Twitter at NotTheWillHill. Great content coming from him all the time. As for myself at DannyBurke5. Big shout out to Elliot, our producer, and the rest of the Beeson crew back in Sin City. Thank you to everybody tuning in. Best of luck with all your wagers today and tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of the content here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.